0: Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Generation Slay. I hope you are having a phenomenal day, a phenomenal morning, a phenomenal evening, whenever you are listening to this. I hope things are kind of okay in your life. Wouldn't that be nice if that were true? I really hope it is for you. I really, really do. I, to be quite honest, am tired. I'm tired. It's one of those days. It's It just is what it is, and that's fine. It's fine. We're getting to that stage of quarantine slash self-isolation slash pandemic slash job hunt where you just gotta go with the flow, accept what is, be ready to exist in your feelings, do what makes you happy because who knows when we're gonna get out of this, so like making yourself miserable... Why would you, you know? So, with that deep note covered, I want to introduce you to our guest this week. Because this one was so close to my heart. It was amazing. I know I say this literally every week, but it's my podcast. So I only pick people I think are amazing and who inspire me. And you know what? That's what I get. I'm in charge. You guys just have to deal with it. Um, but this week's guest is Alexa Cucchiara, who actually also just grad- graduated from Fordham with me. She was in my graduating class in the business school, so we've kind of been around each other and in each other's vicinities for a hot minute, but getting to finally sit down with Alexa and have this amazing conversation about her work, about her past, about her future, was just super inspiring. It's something that I think we all really need right now. So just to get into a little bit, obviously, you know, Alexa is a recent grad of Fordham, and she also recently published a best-selling book called Power to Persevere, Inspiring Stories to Help You get through challenging moments. This book is absolutely incredible. It is such an inspiration. She was inspired to write this book because actually she survived cancer at a young age. And from that, she found a really deep passion for influencing others to live their best life despite any challenges, any hard times that they're going through and really inspire them to embrace balance in the world and, you know, motivate themselves to take control of their health and take control of their life and really just live it to the fullest. And all things considered, I think that on the baseline, we're all going through a really unpresented, unexperienced, hard time right now. There is a global pandemic. There's no way to argue that that isn't super difficult for all of us unless you're one of those people going out and partying and pretending this isn't real and that you're not infecting other people and spreading corona and you know what? You suck. Sorry. Um anyway, we're all going through it and just hearing from Alexa who obviously has such a powerful story and has gained so much knowledge from her own experience of dealing with such a severe struggle that, you know, she's really learned so much and she has so much to share about tips and tricks to get through this time, how to motivate yourself, how to really prioritize your physical and mental health and well-being. And it's just such an incredible conversation. Alexa is such an inspiration. I mean, she like literally has her own jewelry business. She is so incredible to follow online. She is such an inspiration. I couldn't say more amazing things about her. So instead of me continuing to ramble, let's just get into it. Here's the interview with Alexa Cucciara. Enjoy. Hey, Alexa. I am so, so excited to have you on Generation Slay today. Thank you for having me, Emma. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, yeah, so just to kick things off, can you give me and the wonderful audience a little insight into who you are, what your background is?
1: Sure, I am Manhattan bred, <laughs> New York City, born and raised. I also am a recent published author. I'm an artist, designer, wellness advocate, and I just graduated from Fordham, with you, (laughs) Um, this past year, class of 2020, fun one. (laughs) And um, now I am just on to take on the world.
0: I absolutely love that. Um, I wanna kick off first and foremost with your book. Power to Persevere. Tell me what was the idea behind it? How was that book started and conceptualized? What's that background?
1: Sure, so halfway through my college career, I had a little incident, not a little, major, major life incident happened to me. I was living my life total norm- like very normal, totally okay, and all of a sudden I started to really feel ill and during my sophomore year of college. Uh, Symptoms started to escalate my second semester and this is when a huge lump the size of a golf ball popped up above my collarbone near my neck and I'm like, what is this? I got a bunch of tests done. And I found out later that summer, right before I was supposed to go back to school, that all these things that were happening to me Was actually a symptom of Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a type of blood cancer. And I was diagnosed with lymphoma um, the week of syllabus week. So the first week of what was supposed to be my junior year of college. And I had to then drop out of school. My whole entire life completely changed. I had to start chemotherapy right away. And I was only 19 at the time. And I really thought, you know, like, what what is life i start to contemplate life i start to contemplate and think more about you know the meaning of life the things that we say to ourselves just everything about life and just a few days after i turned 20 is when i started chemotherapy but during this time I felt like I was led and called onto this bigger mission um, through my health experience. I I felt like it was happening for me for some reason, for some higher purpose. I had to give back and contribute. And um, the reason why I kind of, I guess, we'll backtrack here, why I came to this conclusion was because um, just a few days after my diagnosis, I was approached by someone um, in, in Trader Joe's <laughs> um, talking to me about mindset and how positive thoughts cure diseases. And this kind of like led me on a path to start to research about mindset, positive thinking, um, ways that you can heal disease and cure disease with like, meditation affirmations. And I was starting to practice these things a little bit while I was going through treatment, because it was a very, very, very tough time. Not only did I have to completely just stop my life, but I saw my body physically deteriorate before my eyes. I I lost my hair, scars all over my body. It's just like I lost total control of everything in my life. And what I knew I needed to do was, okay, I don't have control over my physical self, but I have control over what I'm thinking and what I'm saying to myself. Um, so then I started to read more books about like spirituality, mindset, favorite author is uh, Eckhart Tolle, love him, you guys should all read him if you haven't already, Power of Now, that's the book that really got me started on all this. And um, I would start to develop all this like insight and wisdom that was so much further behind. I mean, ahead of my, my years. And my friends would joke around and tell me, Alexa, you should write a book. Alexa, when are you going to write a book? And I was like, LOL. Ha ha ha. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I don't think I really want to talk about this yet. Um, But this idea kept being super persistent in my head and i kept having like dreams too of me speaking in front of people sharing my story sharing my wisdom giving people hope and it was when i started school again that i made the decision you know what i need to create something that i wish that i had when i was going through treatment because there are so many more people who are going through challenging moments in life that need that inspiration that need that hope that need that light someone to look up to in order for them to take the courage and to take all of these things that you know they see but they don't know how to grab and take it into their hands and really just believe in themselves um, so, I was invited to talk. Um, I had an interview with this one publication called, uh, at the time it was Luna Peak Company, by now they're Luna Peak Foundation, and they were a cancer survivor organization. Um, they wanted to interview me on my story and take photos of me. And at this time, you know, I was in remission, but I was. Very vulnerable. I still had very short hair, had a pixie cut. I didn't know who I was. I didn't really feel myself. Um, But I went and and I gave them all this insight and they interviewed me and I felt like there was just more to share. So that's when I really just decided, like, I need to find a way to write a book. Um, So Law of Attraction sent me someone. (laughs) I was introduced to this one young author and she introduced me to her publisher and the next thing you knew it, I mean, next thing you knew, (laughs) I was writing a book, uh, second semester of my junior year of college and then it was published my first semester of my senior year of college. So this past December. And now I'm working on the final stages of my audiobook, which will be published in September. And my hardcover comes out soon too. So it's just crazy where life has taken me this far and just seeing, like, trusting the process, trusting everything that I've gone through, but like seeing how this story has slowly impacted so many people, whether they're friends, family, strangers, and seeing how they have now had inspired action to also start to pursue things that they feel called to do just because they saw that, wow, this girl went through this traumatic experience. You know, I want to show the world what I did with my challenge as well, whether it's as crazy and powerful as cancer or it's as like trivial as like a breakup. Like I'm just seeing that there's so many people coming out there and showing up in the world. It's just better humans and it's just so humbling.
0: Yeah. And I mean, your story, it's so powerful to me personally, just because I have had a lot of family members who have had cancer. So I've been around that a lot. And I know from just personal experience, that mindset of yourself and the people around you is truly everything throughout the process. And I love that you're speaking on it and you found you know, all these different methods to work on yourself to improve your mindset to improve your wellness overall and you're sharing that with the world so that people can persevere through their own individual difficult times no matter what that may be. Mm -hmm. Um do you mind I know like everyone should buy your book and like get all the tea but could you share a few tips and tricks, a few things you do on a regular basis that you found to be incredibly helpful for like maintaining that very healthy and positive mindset?
1: Yeah. I mean, the first thing that I would honestly suggest anyone to do is accept what's going on in their life. Once you accept it, you're acknowledging that this is my reality and now you're going to be able to take these tools that you could read about or like you can even talk to other people to, to really just, Heal yourself, heal yourself, change your life, and ultimately persevere. Um, Also, I don't even know if we mentioned the title of the book. The title of the book is Power to Persevere Inspiring Stories to Help You Get Through Challenging Moments. So (laughs) there it is. (laughs) Um, But some of the things that I really stay true to and hone in on every single day is my nutrition. And I talk about this how food is your fuel. And meditation. Um, I've been really trying to be more like consistent with meditation. Whether it's just a little prayer, whether it's just me doing some deep breathing, if it's me just silencing everything on my walk and just listening to my breath and listening to like the the sound of. The trees and the leaves and the buzzing of the bees—no <laughs> pun intended—that was not supposed to rhyme. <laughs> um, but it's just, you know, really just making sure that I'm staying consistent with these things and and trusting the timing and being patient. And that's like the biggest thing I think I've learned so far. It's I had all these tools ahead of me and placed down in front of me, but it wasn't until I really just trusted the timing and stay patient that I actually started to see a lot of different things change in my life. And like the nutrition thing was the most recent thing. I was really health conscious my whole entire life. So that's why number one cancer was a huge surprise to me, but, um, like really seeing how food and and finding the right foods for my body has really helped me heal. My gut was so messed up from all the medication I was on, the stress that I was under. Like it was just a disaster and that was affecting my mood, that was affecting the way that I could actually think and show up to the world. So now that I've been maybe about almost a year into like really changing my whole entire diet, my... Not only my body has changed significantly, but, like, my soul has changed. Like, I just feel like a better person. Um, so, like, when, when you feel good, you can show up to the world good. So, so like you know, try to practice these tools, try to practice these tips. I talk so much more about these things in my book, whether it's meditation, like I said before, food, I talk about art, trusting in a higher power, um, listening to your intuition, like all these different things. And I share experiences for my personal journey, but I also interviewed so many other people who've been through challenges as well, whether it was homelessness, whether they were um they, they experienced substance abuse they were uh they they had they experienced anxiety and depression at a young age you know all like we're all going through these challenges but it's not until we just accept them and see it from a different light and angle see that they're trying to teach us something that we can actually start to heal from it
0: yeah i mean i love I love all of that advice, and it's definitely a lot of things I've been trying to incorporate lately, given that, you know, the world collectively is going through a lot, and most people (laughs) are as well, given quarantine, given the coronavirus, given the civil rights movement, and everything that's going on in the world, so it's definitely a lot that I've been trying to focus on, as well, and just, you know, hearing you validate how important those things are and how much they really do help is incredibly helpful for me personally to hear, and I'm sure for so many people as well. Mm. I'd love to hear a little more from you about just the process of writing your book, because just the idea of writing a book as someone so young is wild to so many people. It seems so unachievable, and inaccessible. So I'd love to hear a little more behind the scenes on that.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, really and truly, you can do anything you set your mind to. Like even having that experience with cancer, you know, like I always tell myself, Alexa, if you can face death and be death, you can do anything. And it's true. Like if I was actually able to show up every single day and really just, you know, take my medication, go in my, my four hour infusions every other week, get excessive blood work and constantly see doctors for like months after, you know, I I can, I can do whatever I set my mind to. I mean, it wasn't my choice to go through treatment, but I had to do it. And like with the book writing process, I, I honestly had no idea that I wanted to even title it. Power to Persevere. My initial goal was to just share my experience and allow others to know that they can trust the battle that they're given. And um, I had a few different working titles. I went from Trust It to cure yourself fearlessly. And it wasn't until a few days before I had to go into copy editing, which is like my final cut, um, that I actually was inspired to just change everything to power to persevere it just came to me in the theology class god working for me <laughs> um but like once I guess I had that title I really did have to go back into my whole entire manuscript and just like change things but like the um the number one or the num- I have like three things I guess that I can share with all you young listeners anyone who's an, an, an aspiring author is D- develop a plan right so what do you want to write about do you want to write a fiction book do you want to write a non-fiction book um and then once you get there like I did a nonfiction, so I'm not sure how a fiction <laughs> I mean fiction book really plays out but with nonfiction, I just divided all of my thoughts onto paper put circles around certain thoughts I made Graphs and diagrams, like this is just my creative thought process. Um, but I would interview people who also had experience within what I was trying to research. So I interviewed different healthcare providers and professional people who worked in different industries that kind of correlated to my book. Um, I looked up like different quotes that could correspond to my certain chapters. So, like as I was structuring my chapters, I guess this is like a number two thing. Like as I was structuring my chapters, I just like jotted down all of my ideas. So I knew that okay, I want to talk about my experience with spirituality. So I have like two different chapters dedicated to that because there's two different you kind know, of like stories that I want to share. Then within those, I talked about these other experiences that other people went through and I found them. And then I found other insight and advice from other professionals. Just like organizing it in that way, if this is making sense. (laughs) And then the third thing I would say is just like, honestly, like know that it's going to take time. You need to be patient. Don't rush it. Trust the process, like anything in life. And um, like when you're writing you know, you're gonna experience writer's book. It's gonna happen. But that's okay. Take a break. You need to take a break because when you take a break, you're allowing your creative juice to kind of like stop for a second so it can really flow through. And that's what I found to be really, really helpful too. So, I guess overall, just get a blank piece of paper, jot down your ideas, make little flow charts and diagrams to to see like, what topics you want to write about. And then from there, start your research professionals in the industry, people that you would want to talk to as you can really elaborate more on the chapters and provide more insight for your readers to learn from. And then just trust the process. And, and when you're experiencing a block, just, you know, let it go, let it flow and don't be too hard on yourself.
0: I love all of this. I absolutely adore all your advice and (laughs) you've given so so much in such a short period of time and as the people know I normally ask for parting advice but since you've given so much I'm gonna ask for parting references I guess before I let you go you already mentioned um, a few books that you have loved to read but any few books that have really stood out to you or really helped you any podcasts you love anything like that that's really helped you on your journey that you think would help people through difficult times especially you know existing in the world right now as we all are Mm, that would be incredible
1: of course I would highly suggest you starting off with the power of now Eckhart Tolle I mentioned that before um that book really changed my life. Um, I started reading it when I was starting to go through my certain procedures and other surgeries and my first chemotherapy. I remember just taking that book and really resonating with it and just meditating on the words and journaling. Um, I would also suggest you to take a dive into some podcasts such as Super Soul Sunday with Oprah Winfrey. Love that one. I Listen to that one every week, and it really just helped me heal because I was hearing stories from others who were also, you know, enlightened on the spiritual level, and that that helped influence me to do the same. I'm like, if other people are doing that, I can do it too. Um, I also really liked to listen to Mind Body Green. That's another podcast, or um, I don't know if that's what it's called, but the company is Mind Body Green. I'll double check um, I it. Love- I loved Dr. Hyman, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Um, jo, Dr. X, jo? okay, Dr. X. <laughs> um, and which other doctors have really good podcasts? Oh, Dr. G, he has a podcast called Heal Thyself. And, you know, with these podcasts, you can really start to learn different tools and modalities to integrate in your life to just to develop a healthy, healthy habits, healthy lifestyle habits, um, and then you know, also make sure you're listening to music too. Like, listen to the music that makes you feel good, and engage in movements. You know, that's a very important thing. And I feel like we forget to do that a lot too when we're stressed. We won't exercise. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be a hardcore worker And that's what I learned too. Um, before chemo and everything, I was like a monster in the gym. I'm not kidding. I would do high intensity interval training, like every day, lifting weights um, with all the football players. Like I was just, I was a hardcore girl, but this experience really allowed me to understand that that's not what you need to work out or to feel good or to have movement. It's as simple as a yoga flow, doing Pilates, just taking a walk outside. Like as long as you just get your blood flowing and pumping, you're gonna feel good. And on my off days during chemo, I would make sure I went to go get a walk. There were some days that I was really, really sick and super nauseous, but I really made sure that I just got outside and walked a little bit because after that walk, I felt so much better
0: yeah I love all of these. Um, I've definitely listened to Super Soul Sunday, and I absolutely adore it as well and I will link everything down below so everyone can get to them super quick. But before I let you go, can you tell the wonderful people where they can find you online, where they can find your book, how they can reach you, etc
1: Sure, so you can find me on instagram at alexa c u c um, you can also find my book on Amazon. Um, just type in "Power to Persevere," and you can even type in my name. <laughs> it should pop up on Amazon books. Um, Staying tuned for some other things coming out. i been working on some other projects, which are really cool. And I believe that you'll be able to get my audiobook on Audible. I um, have to actually ask my, my publishing team about that. I don't know if it's just Audible that it'll be on, or if there are going to be other platforms that you can download it on. But as of now, my book is available on Amazon. Yeah, so check it out and connect with me. Like I would love to hear if you guys are going through something too, like if my book has helped you, if you're looking for advice,
0: I'm here to help. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to be on today, Alexa.
1: Of course. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Generation Sly. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your, I'm sure, very busy schedule to tune in, and I hope you'll take a quick sec to subscribe so that we'll see you on the episode next week. And, you know, if you liked it, pop down to the review and leave a little comment, leave a, hopefully, five-star review. It's super, super helpful on my end. Just because, you know, the more reviews I have, the more it gets pushed out on podcast platforms to other wonderful gen slayers who would definitely, definitely learn and gain so much from hearing these interviews. So by leaving a review, by subscribing, you know, you're helping a girl out and you're helping a whole other wonderful community of Gen Zers out as well. So I'm sure they'd appreciate it if you did it too. Until next week, I would love to see you over on our social channels at Generation Slay Everywhere. You'll see some fun motivational content, you'll see some activism now because of the world we live in, and hopefully you'll see some wonderful Instagram story takeovers, Q&As, days in a life from our amazing guests. So if you want to see any of that, pop on over to our socials and I'll see you next week. Bye.